I want to thank you for uh, joining the Morning Grind podcast here. Just a second, we're going to talk to Christy Metzger, the newest member of the Rotor Riders team. She's going to talk about some of her live final experiences and basically what she's going to be doing here for RG once uh, sports start happening. That said, we want to thank our friends over there at DraftKings. We partner with DraftKings, the qualifying fantasy golf millionaire contest that starts Thursday, June 11th. Users can compete for the $1 million top prize. The winner will also be awarded with a ticket for free entry into the Fantasy Tournament of Champions Final. The Fantasy Tournament of Champions Final will be held during the big game in Tampa where users will compete for another $1 million top prize. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. With that, let's get to the pod. Welcome back, Rotor Grinders, to the Morning Grind. I'm Dean. I'm not Stevie. Stevie is still busy knocking out his NASCAR content. Of course, if you guys want to hit up his NASCAR content, you know where to do so. Uh, we're going to continue our series of uh, interviewing some DFS personalities. We're actually going to introduce somebody new. Uh, let you guys know tomorrow we're going to be talking some golf. The Golf Millionaire Maker is going down. We're going to have Noto on. The next day, we're going to have, uh, I believe we're going to have MMA. I'm getting my days confused. My apologies. But in my head, I think that's what's going down. But just know this week. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking about some MMA. Uh, of course, there was a money maker for that last week. I'm not really sure what they're going down this week. Um, I think it was 500,000, 600,000, something like that. Uh, Notorious, we'll be talking about the golf money maker that will be happening later, later on this week, Thursday, I believe. That said, we're going to be bringing somebody new here, uh, brand new to the Rotor Grinders team. Uh, it's Christy Metzger. What's going on, Christy? Hey, thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here today. Thanks, Dean. Yeah, you're welcome. I apologize. You know, it's funny. I said pre-show. It's Metzger. It's Metzger. And then I just butchered your first name. Why can't I say Christy? My apologies. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> we'll fix that in post for sure. Uh, we won't. <laughs> That'll still be on there. Um, yeah. All right. So if you're not aware, who's who's Christy? Who's Christy Metzger? Let, let's give the old Rotor Gunners a profile. Let's check out the resume. Currently, you're ranked 112th uh, for the RG overall ranking, 75th when you talk about the super weight, uh, super heavyweight category. Uh, NBA ranking, so specific, it's at 70, 79th out of over 30,000 people. For the NFL, it's 107th out of 40,000 people. You have uh, five lineup, I want to say five live finals appearances, but no, it's two live final appearances, one where you just uh, had one ticket and one where you had four tickets. That is an impressive resume. Uh, welcome to the squad, Christy. We're going to talk about uh, how you got in the DFS and what you're going to be doing here for Rotor Grinders. Sounds great. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm really excited and can't wait to be a part of the Rotor Grinders team. You guys have been a part of my background really since day one. So I, I'm very excited. Awesome. Happy to have you. Um, so yeah, well, do you know what you're going to be doing yet for RG as far as my content perspective? That, that hasn't yeah. worked out just yet. Yeah, I think I'm going to be doing content for kind of the big three sports once they start. So with baseball, basketball, and football. Base, yeah, well, baseball, we're being optimistic, saying it's going to start at some point based on the I news know. today. But yeah. hopefully they can figure that out. But uh, I, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, or 48 game season or whatever it is, but uh, not worth getting to that. Hopefully, uh, whatever yeah. comes eventually, uh, we'll talk yeah. some baseball with you. It'll be good times for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It, how did you get into DFS? When did you discover it? I know uh, yeah. there was an article I was reading about you previously. 
of course, you had a season-long league with your family, which we'll get into as well, too. And I'm sure that was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, bragging rights and all that. But <laughs> when did we discover DFS? What year are we yeah. talking? Yeah. So we're talking the end of 2014. I was I was looking back on that myself. Um, it was probably 2015 when I really got into it. But kind of how it started for me is I've always been a season-long player. I mean, back in, you know, 99, 2000, back when we were doing it without, you know, really much of internet involvement where you're still kind of writing down the stats and things like that. But it, it, it's something I've always done. I have, I grew up with three brothers. We're all kind of sport, a huge sports family. One of my brothers in particular, he and I are always doing leagues and, you know, enjoying that. Then when I got into work, I work in the wealth management side at a bank and I always had some work leagues there. And so, you know, I'd always have like five to seven season long leagues. And I actually happened to be talking to one of my friends in the accounting department at our bank. And he's actually the one that, that turned me on to the DFS aspect of it. He said, you know, as much as you love season long, you should really get into, you know, you probably heard of FanDuel's and DraftKings, but he said, I've started a FanDuel account and he kind of explained how it worked. And um, that's actually, that's actually how I got started. Um, and just kind of started dabbling with it a little bit in that first year, but, uh, yeah, I, I haven't looked back ever since. <laughs> and it was just for entertainment, right? I assume when you first started, just you for entertainment. thousands of dollars. Oh, like, a- absolutely. Yeah, it was for entertainment. And, you know, he, he had good advice early on, you know, talked about, you know, even the cash game approach. So I, I played a lot of cash games early on. Um, especially for football. And I didn't even get into to baseball and basketball until later, a couple of years down the, down the road. Your general approach as far as lineup construction, are you more, are you more of a uh, cash game type? Are you more of a, you know, I am. bring on the variance when it comes to tournaments? Yeah. I, you know what, a little bit of both, but I, I do put together, I, I don't do the MMA. Um, I do. I, I typically build maybe like, you know, five to five to six lineups um, but I usually have one or two that are are kind of my main lineups and I would consider my cash game lineups. And those are the ones that I'll enter into tournaments and such too. So yeah, I don't play a ton of lineups. That's for sure. Yeah. I see in what, 2018, uh, out of what, over 17,000 people, $250 buy-in, uh, you finished second there in FanDuel. There's another one where we'll talk about as well, where you finished, I believe, second in a million maker, correct? Correct. Actually, that one that you're just talking about, that was a millionaire um, contest where I came in second due to a stat correction. <laughs> oh, man. Is that, yeah. it's the worst. Yeah, I was reading that in, in the article, it was, uh, the Sioux <laughs> yes. Falls article. Yes. And, you know, it's it's a tricky way. You know, life is about expectations, right? It and is. when you're expecting a million dollars and you get no. like $400,000, but $400,000 <laughs> is amazing. And it's so we talking it about. It is. It is. You know, so many hours beforehand. I is know. It, what's the emotional, uh, the roller coaster of like settling for 400K? You know, it, it was the strangest day, Dean. It was, I was at my brother Tyson's house. We were watching the games together and I had actually acquired some of those $250 tickets um, in some satellite contests. And so that's how I got into the contest. And um, I don't know if you remember back, but that was the the highest total of that week by far was the New England Patriots and Steelers game. That was a really big marquee game of the week. And so a lot of, a lot of people built lineups around that game. I ended up going a little bit different approach. I, I had some of the Falcons. I had, you know, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and had Chris Carson. So I had a few um, players that were um, definitely under-owned in this particular contest. And, you know, I, I was doing well um, a good chunk of the day. And then, you know, kind of the second half of the games, things started getting really exciting quickly. And 
I actually moved up into the top spot for a million dollars and was there for probably a good, you know, seven to eight minutes. I mean, I was sweating out the last few games and uh, coincidentally, Jeff Collins is the one that um, ended up winning the million and I ended up getting second place, but I actually had no idea there was anything um, that there would be a stat correction until it was an hour and a half later when I actually <laughs> happened to notice it on my phone. And so, yeah, what, what a roller coaster for sure. Of Jeff Bell had to put a call in. He knows somebody in the uh, the NFL or something like that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> do, you know, do you remember what the correction was or you like, it was like not even worth exploring? Well, it's just, well yeah. what I, what I think happened, I'm, I'm not positive, but Chris Carson had gotten hurt for a play, for one play and he had gone out and I believe they put Rashad Penny in. And I think Chris Carson got credited for the yards that he had. So I, I think that's what it was. It, and it was very, very small. It was just, you know, like a yard and a half that, you know, kind of did the difference there. So. Was there any extravagant purchases when you went, when 400 K and, uh, I, no, and again, nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really didn't. It's, you know, like my background is investing and wealth management. And so I'm just very, you know, very focused on that. And so I've honestly invested it and, and haven't really done anything that I would say is extravagant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can order the guac, you can get the add the guac for a couple extra dollars or something like That's that. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Splurge that night. Sure. Have a good time. Get hit up the red box or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So let's walk back to high school. You uh, you were big in the sports when you were, you were younger. You were big in the volleyball and basketball. Yep, I was. Yep, I I played both of those sports. Was was very good at those sports. Um, so every, everything that I've done is pretty much revolved around sports. Going to my brothers, and now you know I have a lot of uh, nieces and nephews that are involved in in sports and baseball and things like that. So yeah, there's pretty much not a day that doesn't go by that there's that we're not doing something with sports. That's for sure. Who's your game comped after? Who's your, who's your NBA comp or a WNBA comp? Uh, yeah, I was such a Michael Jordan fan. I mean, and who isn't? But I mean, I, I remember getting my first pair of Jordan shoes when I was playing basketball in high school. And so watching his documentary has been pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, that was good times for sure. And uh, yeah, so and did you go on to explore as far as a college for, for sports athletics? I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Um, I didn't end up playing in college. But uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, after college, that's really when, you know, I kind of discovered some of the the season long and some of the other things that were out there. And, and that kind of, you know, helped fulfill some of the things from not playing sports, I guess. Talk to me about the season long with your, with your family. And uh, I'm sure it's yeah. lots of, uh, lots of rivalries and they're probably all asking you for like advice, which is like, Hey, I'm <laughs> yeah. playing against you. I don't want to give you any advice as far as this week. Yeah. That, that's the funny part is we, we started it maybe five years ago or so. And and that year, so my brother, Matt, you know, he's not really into the fantasy sports. And then he has a couple of sons that are, you know, they're, they're getting into it. So the first year, I mean, I, I won easily, but I felt like it really wasn't that fair because they were just getting into it. I tell you what, now everyone to win that trophy is a really big deal. So everyone's working hard and scrambling to try to figure out things. And, and my nephews have really gotten into it too. So yeah, it's, it's probably one of my most competitive leagues for sure. Is that, is that the trophy next to you? I see some sort of trophy next to you. You know, it isn't actually, I, my, my nephew Maddox won it this year. So I, he has it at his house. So I, I don't have bragging rights this year. <laughs> Do you find yourself conflicted when like for DFS, if something happens, you can win like a hundred thousand dollars or uh, if something else happens, you could win the week versus your nephew. You know, I, yeah, it, that's, that's funny. Cause that has happened before, but you know, it's, it's, it's always, you know, it, it's, it's definitely made it different. Whereas DFS, obviously, you know, 
there's been times where I could either win a championship or I could maybe win a few thousand dollars. And you're like, yeah, there, there's definitely a kind of a weird take on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, your family members care a lot more about the season long and you're like, yeah, yeah. I hope you win. I'm rooting for you. because Yeah. I'm, I'm actually rooting for you too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of how that works. Uh, yeah. Live finals. Was it always in you to kind of chase the live finals? You hit it a couple of times. What, 2018? Yeah. 2019, yeah. you had four tickets to the baseball live final. I, I did. Talk about how you, get, you got your first live final. My first live final was, oh, I, I'll never forget it. it. And it's kind of a joke for me too, where I, I've seen, seemed to win a lot of my big tournaments and contests, either on like birthdays or holidays or something significant. It's just been kind of wild, but it was Memorial Day weekend last year. And we were actually at my brother Matt's house. We were having a grill out and my brother Tyson that I was telling you about, he and I do a lot of sports stuff together. I told him, I said, boy, I really like this slate. And I said, they're, they're running a couple of qualifiers and um, I think I'm going to give it a shot. And I, and I can remember my exact lineup and everything. I ended up going a little bit cheaper at pitcher. I used Tyler Skaggs. And then I had, um, there was a Coors game, which, you know, a lot of times I'll maybe end up fading those types of games, but they were playing Baltimore. And so I decided to take some of the Baltimore guys. They're always under owned. And, um, it allowed me to get the Dodgers. So I had like Bellinger and Jack Peterson and Muncie and Seeger. and the first games, um, the Dodgers game was late. And so it started out all of my guys in the Coors game were just doing great hitting home runs. And so I vaulted up there pretty quickly. And, you know, by the time we left, I told Tyson, I said, I, I think I've got a shot if the Dodgers do all right. And, and Skaggs pitch is fine. Um, I think I've got a shot. Well, I, I ended up going home and my brother Tyson ended up falling asleep during it. I was texting him. So I was kind of sweating this thing out by myself. And I ended up having a pretty good lead at the end where it, it looked like I was going to win it pretty easily. It wasn't like a, a, a huge sweat at the end, but yeah, I was thrilled because it was one of my goals. I'm, I'm a pretty goal oriented person and wrote down a lot of goals. And that was definitely one of them getting, getting to a live final. So I, I, I was pretty excited. Dave Robertson screw you over. He didn't like pinch hit for your guy like three, no. three different times. Right. Yeah. Right. I know it. And actually that, that did happen actually. But I, thankfully I didn't need it, but yeah, you're so right on that. <laughs> Doc Peterson probably did not play the complete oh. game. I, I'm just going to wager it, on that. It, you were exactly right. You were exactly right. <laughs> but <laughs> if he gets two homers the first two times, I guess it well, doesn't matter, I suppose. Yep. He did. And he did hit a home run right away. So I at least got some points out of him early. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry. Were they both live finals for baseball? I thought one was for football. Is that not correct? Uh, football was the fan duel fan championship. Okay. Yeah. So it was a fan. It, it wasn't a live one, but um, it was the fan championship is what they called it. Okay. Yeah. And you, so you won four tickets. You didn't win all four tickets that one night, right? As far as four tickets went into the final there, there's, there's different stories, I suppose. Yeah. You mean for the, for the baseball? Yeah. Like you ended up yeah. with four tickets. Nope. I, yep. So I won that one and then I won the second one on the 4th of July. And that's actually kind of a funny story too, because, um, my family and I, we have a place in Okaboji, Iowa. And last year you couldn't play DFS in Iowa. Now you can. Yeah. So we're down there and actually, you know, kind of looking at the slate and I'm like, God, I, I really like this slate too. But of course, you know, you can't play. So I ended up driving 15 minutes away just so that I could put my lineup in and set it. And I didn't even know until the next morning that I had won. We had, we got going doing some different family stuff and we were swimming and going. And I remember waking up in the morning and 
you know, I used that lineup obviously in some tournaments and stuff and just had one heck of a night. And I remember calling Tyson too going, Oh my gosh, I just acquired my second ticket. And it's really hard to believe. You weren't kidding about narrative street. You keep winning on those holidays. I know. I, I, I know exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. So you get that alive final, you have four tickets, I believe out of like 125, yep. 128 or something like that. Correct. Correct. Uh, what was that experience like? Oh, it, honestly, it was probably one of the most memorable weekends that I've had in my life. And I mean, I've had a lot of great, great memories for sure, but um, it was everything I would hoped it would be, you know, for a sports fan to be able to go and be around people that love to do the same thing that you do. And then to get to do, you know, you're, you're treated first class, you know, for sure. It was in San Diego. And so, you know, they had a concert and we got to go to the Padres game. They played the, the Red Sox. And so we sat in the outfield and, had a chance to interact with a lot of the players and, you know, I was able to bring my brother Tyson and a couple friends with. And so we just, we still talk about it to this day saying, you know, it's just, it was, it was one of the best experiences we've had. You can bring the whole family, the whole block. You had like all these I know, homes. right? Yeah, I know it. Exactly. <laughs> You're everybody's best friend that week for sure. Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> They're all lobbying to get a, to get a spot. Nice ballpark in San Diego, right? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And great weather, of course, as well, too. Great weather. Exactly. Do you meet anybody out there? Any interesting anecdote or people you're talking about in the industry, people you see? I'm sure Yeah, it's a bunch of schmoozing, isn't it? It really is. It really is. Yeah, no, I did. I mean, I mean, I got to meet several people, Uh, you know, Jeff Collins and I connected and kind of just, you know, shared stories of our sweating out the million dollar contest, of course. $600,000. Yeah, exactly. But you know, in all honesty, it was, it's, you know, like, like you said, if you would have told me you're going to win $400,000 at the end, at the beginning of the day, you'd be thrilled. So it, it, it was all good. Um, yeah, met a lot of fantastic people for sure. And, um, you know, you just meet a lot of people. I had a lot of people come up to me just to, you know, say, Hey, we're, we're just like you, you know, like we're working. I met a couple of doctors actually that are, you know, kind of just doing this for fun. And it was fun to hear everybody's story about how they got into it and, and how they approach it. Yeah. And you're, you're involved in banking and that's, I guess that's no surprise. There's kind of a Venn diagram. I had a, you know, cards on the other day. who was an accountant and Grant yes. was on the other day who has an accounting background and yes. math and numbers is a cross section with sports, I right? And pretty, it yeah. is. It is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've always, I mean, I always think too, like with baseball, I think what really got me into the baseball part of DFS was what I enjoyed was, you know, you know, you almost kind of looking for some of the values to make everything work in your lineup by being able to put more stars in there and things like that. And, you know, almost like you're, you're buying a stock or buying, you know, that type of thing. So a lot of correlation. Stock trading for the day is basically all the, what DFS is and the building of the puzzle. And you can talk yeah. about the, you have yeah. to do it by hand. I suppose you're not into like a, you know, right. what is the make 150, click a button, that kind of thing. And obviously there's more to it. I'm not trying to devalue that, but right. I'm the right. same way. I enjoy the challenge of the puzzle. I do too. Fun. I do too. I do too. And I've always been a puzzler or a gamer and things like that. So it, it, it really fits with, with what I enjoyed to do. Uh, when people ask you about it at work, or I guess, I guess words out, words out. Uh, and also, uh, you know, it, there's an article in the paper. Yeah. So people, people yeah. are aware. What yeah. do they say? Are they surprised that they knew this is a thing? Are they not surprised? You know, I think, I think, I think some people were surprised. I think, you know, the people that were closest to me know my passion for sports. So some weren't surprised, but yeah, I think there were a lot of people that were surprised, but the the article was, was received very positively. I had a lot of people come up to me to say, wow, this is, you know, this is really incredible. And, you know, and I think, you know, there's, I mean, of course there's a lot of females in sports, but you know, there's not a lot of probably, you know, females like myself that are, you know, super, super passionate about this day in and day out. So I, 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 
was able to kind of find some people in Sioux Falls, some other women that were like, Hey, you know, we have interest in this too. You know, how, how did you get started? And, and, you know, how do you recommend we get started? Cause there's, I mean, it, it is something that's fun and it can kind of build relationships and things like that as well. How do you end up in Sioux Falls? Is that where you're born and raised? Pretty much. I grew up in Hills, Minnesota, which is in the very Southwest corner of the state of Minnesota. So I went to college up at Concordia college in Warhead, Minnesota, and then came back to Sioux Falls, just a half hour away from where I grew up. And pretty much I've been there ever since. I knew you were in Sioux Falls. I've never been to Sioux Falls. I've never been to either of the Dakotas. I've, I've <laughs> never, I, I don't know what I'm missing out on. What am I missing out on? Apparently it's a big for fishing and hunting. Is that? The- it is. Yeah. Fishing and hunting is phenomenal. And I'm actually on the Eastern side of the state, but on the Western side of the state, of course, is, you know, the Black Hills and, and Mount Rushmore, which is a, a huge attraction, but you know, the business climate, um, is fantastic in Sioux Falls and there's really no better place to, to raise a family and, um, just a, just a super city. So, I mean, if you guys ever get a chance, it, it really is worth seeing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of these days, sure. Why not? Yeah. It's on the list. Is yeah. that fly fishing territory. Is that like Montana? That's more probably Montana, but there's a lot of great fishing in our state and Minnesota, you know, tons of lakes in Minnesota too. And we're really close. And actually where I'm at, I'm just a few miles away from Minnesota and a few miles away from Iowa. So really right on the border. Yeah. I, I, I hear the Minnesota. I don't know. At least the way Minnesota accent sounds in my head. I hear like, yeah. it comes out in a few words. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't want to, yeah, I was going to say Fargo, but that's totally different. And people probably confuse <laughs> those all the time and how ignorant of me, but uh <laughs> As far as uh, sporting, you have a lot of minor league uh, teams in that area, correct? We do. Yeah, there are um, some minor league teams. And like with with basketball, too, we have the Sioux Falls Sky Force and we have the Sioux Falls Canaries for baseball and things like that. So, yeah, we have a little bit of some of the minor league action. Yeah, uh, the the Sky Force. That's my uh, I'm a Miami Heat fan. That's my affiliation. I don't know why I ended up in the Dakotas. I know. It seems far away, but it it does. It does. But yeah, actually, I, I enjoy going to those games because, I mean, there's a lot of talent that comes through there. I was thinking a few years ago, I, I was just sitting there watching Malik Beasley, for instance, playing, and then he goes on to Denver and then, you know, he's with the Timberwolves and it's like, yeah, there's some pretty good talent that comes through. Minnesota twins. Uh, those that, That's your team. I, I was, I was looking at your Twitter. I was trying to find yes. like, yeah. research. Yeah. You got a big old bobblehead collection. Uh, I do like 60 or so. I, I have a ton of bobbleheads. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota <laughs> twins exclusive or you branch out? You know, I, I like other teams, certainly, you know, a DFS, that's one of the things that you, really opens you to other players and, and really appreciate other teams too. I mean, I'll always be a diehard twins fan, but yeah, I, I I've certainly been more open to other experiences too. And other teams, your favorite twin of all time. Huh. I, I, oh boy, that's a good question. I, I'd have to say like Kirby Puckett and, and, and those guys, because I grew up watching them as a kid and, Actually, like Ken Turbeck and Tim Laudner, they come back to Sioux Falls quite a bit. And so it's hard not to like those guys. Yeah, that, that's who I was. I, I figured Puckett was the chalk. And maybe yeah. Turbeck. And who was your guy? It was Puck- Gary Gaetti. How about Gary Gaetti? Yep. Gary Gaetti. Eleven. We can keep doing this. Purple I Eleven. I know. Tom Bernanski. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of those guys that were fantastic. Burke's still the color analyst. Is he still circling people on TV? Is that still I think so. Thing? As far as I know. Yeah. Circling yeah. Burke. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's still a thing. I haven't been to that ballpark, but that ballpark looks amazing. Oh, it is. Yeah. That, I mean, if you get a chance to, yeah, that, it, it'd be worth going to see. It's a fantastic stadium and kind of a good home run from, I, I went to a couple games last summer. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a great place for sure. Do you have a favorite like at the game moment of all time, any sport? Oh boy. That's a great question. Um, 
Uh, not that I can think of. I mean, nothing that really stands out, but yeah, I mean, target field. I I went to a lot of games, of course, in the Metrodome before they had the target field, but target field is, is definitely something special. What was the Metrodome like that big old, like that garbage bag in the outfield? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know that was, (laughs) Yeah, pretty strange for sure. I just that picture of uh, Puckett jumping up in the garbage bag, and I'm, was there plexiglass then or no plexiglass? I don't recall. But that's just sort of the image I have in my head of that. Yeah, uh, of that stadium. I don't remember actually, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Minnesota across the board. You like the T Wolves as well? Yep, like the T Wolves and like the Vikings. So I, yeah, my brothers are all Chicago Bears fans. I'm not really sure um, why. I think it was because Walter Payton, and you know, they kind of fell in love with him. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm across the board from Minnesota for sure. You, yeah, and you you venture out to the those games as well too, or not so much? How far I do. away is yeah? Is it too far away or not too far away? No, it's only three and a half hours away from me to get to the city. So yeah, it's a pretty easy, pretty easy trip for sure. Yeah, that's uh, you know, I'm just trying to think of any other Minnesota. T- well, hockey you don't care for? Not your thing? Hockey, I yeah, I didn't really grow up watching hockey, although I I do enjoy watching it, and and I've I've probably the last couple of years I've probably gotten into it a little bit more. I have a good friend of mine that really loves hockey DFS. So, I mean, it's almost a little bit similar to baseball, you know, and, and doing some stacking and things like that. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I'm, it's growing on me. Your, uh, your DFS name, Creighton, what is that? Yeah. What's, the, what's the origin of that? I know. So it's kind of a funny story. I mean, you know, you, you, you put your name out there for DFS, you know, you never thinking that <laughs> it's really going to mean something or people are going to ask you about it. But actually my first my first nephew that was born right when I got out of college and um, his name is Peyton. And so I just did kind of a combination of my name and his name and used it for my email address and then just started using it for DFS and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. You never really know. I, mine's just my stupid college email and it's like, is I, that what I it was? Something. Yeah. yeah that, just, you too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, same I'm, deal. Yep. Just sort of married to that. Uh, I, I guess, <laughs> at this point I'm, I'm pot committed, I suppose. That's uh, right. Nebraska? You're a Nebraska fan? Is this correct? You know what? Uh, Okay. Yeah. You probably saw a Nebraska uh, basketball picture out there. So the bank that I work for, we have some branches in Omaha. And so at different times we had a leadership meeting there. And so we got to attend some games um, in Lincoln and, and yeah, go to some college games. So. Uh, I'm pulling up as far as your recent activity, I guess you haven't been playing much. I see. I haven't been playing as much. Yeah. All the fringe stuff you're not really into. Not, not as much. Yeah. Not as much. Um, golf though. I, I have, um, the outlaw golf tournament, you know, that they, <laughs> that they ran on DK it, kind of funny story about that is, um, a lot of those players actually come and play through Sioux Falls. We have like a, a pro-am jam during the summer time. And so like Brady Culkins and, and John Trasmar and Andre Metzger, um, a lot of those guys played and I've seen them play. And so I actually was it last week, um, ended up winning several contests in golf. They probably haven't posted on there yet, but ended up winning quite a few contests, um, for outlaw. So I'm, I'm kind of bummed that that one's probably going away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I was talking to Noto about this. You know, he's big into golf and yeah. we, did, we did a show about outlaw and I, I don't know any, I don't think about regular golf. It's like not my thing. I'm aware of some of the names, but you know, I'm not, I'm kind of lost for the most right. part. Um, right. apparently like you just need to buy your way in. You might need a tour course. Yes. I'm not really sure. Oh, okay. absolutely. That's it. That's exactly what it is. And a lot of these guys, you know, spend a lot of money and, and, and the top prize pool, you know, you can win more in DFS than you can mm-hmm. the top prize for these guys. But, um, yeah, I, I have great, great respect for what Noto does on the PGA side and, and, and Tyler too. Um, I, I, I do enjoy it and am getting into it for sure. But yeah, 
I definitely know more about outlaw than I do the PGA. I, I was trying to craft a, a, a just, but let's, let's buy in for $900 and it costs you $900 for DK to give you a price. Like I, I'm a terrible golfer, but it'd be hilarious to do. Yeah. Uh, and like, then somebody would like tweet at me how angry they are. You, know, you just, you, you golf like a 200 and really blew up my team. It's like, well, why are you rostering me? I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a tour card. So that, that was, that was my idea for very briefly until I realized I need a tour card. So, so much of that idea. Um, I saw a picture of you. I don't, I'm not sure if it was in your house or not uh, with a, a table tennis uh, set up. Oh yeah. You. It, yeah. So I don't know if you know this, but in the rotor grinder's office, I haven't been there for a while, obviously for reasons uh, in the rotor grinder's office, there is a, a table tennis offer, uh, you know, right there. And I'm not sure if you're aware of this, I didn't know it that. very, very seriously. Do you want to throw it down? Do you want to make a challenge to everybody let's out do there? It. At, when we get out there, let's do it. <laughs> how, how strong is your table tennis game? I, I would say it's average. It's not strong, but I'm, I'm all about it. So, hey, let's do it. Next time we're out there, let's, let's go for it. They're, they're really good. Uh, they're working, they? of course, too. But yeah, like when I, when I, you'll hear the table tennis fire up. I get, you know, just uh, every once in a while, and they take it very seriously. Okay. Well, well, that's just competitive people, so it just makes sense. I well, see, that's just it. I was going to say, you put all of us competitive people in a room, and yeah, it could, it could be pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a basketball hoop there, too. It's not regulation. Obviously, it's like a Nerf basketball hoop, that kind of thing, but the, there you go. I guess in the RG party, that, that's you know, inevitably going to happen in theory next year, more like- or less. That sounds like my kind of room. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll, there's, they'll, they'll play some beer pong as well, too, if you want to partake. I'm not sure if awesome. that's your thing, but uh, there you go. I, find I find yourself a good teammate. You're, you're a strong free agent. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what do we, uh, but I noticed you mentioned banking. That's like the whole economy there in Sioux Falls. Like that's what, whatever reason that's a really popular thing in that area. It is. It is. We, we, I mean, a lot of people would probably say we're overbanked. I mean, we have a lot of banks. I, you know, it's probably 30 plus banks in Sioux Falls. One, one of the big reasons, like in my area, wealth management, I, I came up on the trust and wealth management side. South Dakota has very good trust laws. So you see a lot of um, people that have significant wealth, like billionaire type wealth that will establish their trust in South Dakota. So that's that's gotten to be a really big thing. And, you know, that's been a career for me just because of it. So I'm sure you've had opportunities before, but why now are you saying, let's go ahead and uh, why are you embracing doing content for DFS? Why is this something you want to do? You know, so for me, I, I just enjoy it so much. And like when I'm, you know, on the weekends for me, for fun, when I'm putting together, you know, my process and such, you know, I figured now's a good time. I, you know, I'd love to share what I'm doing. I've, I have a lot of people ever since really that story came out about me last year to have a lot of people that contact me on the weekends, especially during football season to say, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think about that? I mean, it's, it's gotten to be a pretty big group. And I thought, you know, I do feel like I have a lot that I can offer, um, you know, maybe to the average person. And if it resonates, you know, uh, hopefully that's a good thing. So I just thought the timing was right. You know what it is? Now it's like when anybody asks you, it's like, look, just check out my article. I, I don't exactly. Wanna... <laughs> exactly. I know it, right? Just read my article. Just, I got to subscribe. Just, just, just drop them a link and it's so much easier. I don't want to answer every one of your questions. Check out my article. Exactly. Uh, because, I mean, I'm sure managing family, managing those questions, managing managing work, managing putting yep. in lineups, yep. it's, it's a balance. How do you, how do you, uh, how do you, how do you handle that balance? You know, that's a good question. I mean, everything's all about balance too. And like I said, this started out as a hobby for me. And then, you know, just, I, I, I've always been really successful at it. And, um, 
it's one of those things that I just, you know, especially during the last three months when, you know, my three major sports are not playing and such, you know, it kind of gives you a chance to kind of figure out how things look once they start up again. And I, I don't know, I just think there's, I think there's room for it because it's something that I do anyways. So it's not that I will have to devote a lot more time to it. I'm already going through the process and analyzing the numbers and writing down a lot of thoughts and things like that. So yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to it. It's actually been something that's been in the back of my mind for maybe the last year or so to say, hey, I'd enjoy doing something like this. You know, it's just, uh, like I said, I'm goal oriented and have a lot of things that I want to accomplish. And this was this was one of them. What's the next big goal? Well, the big goal for me is, you know, I mean, after you get that close to a million, it's like, all right, hey, <laughs> it, it, would, it would be fun to get close to that or, you know, maybe win the live final or something like that. Those are a couple of things that are, that are out there. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, the live final thing is tricky because I mean, a lot of people love the idea of, Hey, I can spend five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks and turn into a million, but they're so top heavy and they're so they top are. loaded. Yep. And you know, you talk to people and they you ask them like, one of the first things I ask the people is what do you want to do? What's your goal here? And what? like, you're trying to make money. You want to have fun. You want just some entertainment. Because yep. you're probably not going to win that live final. You're probably not going to get to it. I'm not wishing you exactly. against them. No, you're, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And that's why for me, you know, it's been one of those things that I just kind of started, you know, a year and a half ago of saying, okay, I, I want to make this, make this a goal and, you know, set aside some of the, the proceeds that you have from other contests to really devote to some of the live finals. And as a matter of fact, I do, I did qualify for DK's um, NBA live final that, was supposed to be in March, of course. And I know oh. they're trying to figure that out right now. So um, I will um, have the opportunity to do that once basketball resumes again. So what's going to, do we know what's going to happen with that? I, they just give you the value of the ticket, I suppose, or. Well, no, they're going to still hold the contest. In fact, I did. Um, I just got an email from them either today or yesterday. They have like seven different scenarios of <laughs> how they want to do it. And you're supposed to kind of vote on what you, what you want to do. They only have 84 of the positions filled out of the hundred. And so they still have to hold some qualifiers yet to, to get the other 16 people in. Where, so is it going to be on location or that's one of the options they're trying well, to figure I, out? I don't know that yeah. I, they didn't even mention that. I'm assuming it's probably not, but it was supposed to be in New York, but I, I, I have no idea what they'll do now or if it will be something that you just have to, to do at home or I don't know. Yeah. And I, I would assume they would put that money that would be for the, you know, uh, what it would cost to hold it back into yeah. the tournament. Maybe I, I would think so. Yeah. I mean, you think so. I don't know. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> question. I've, I've been wondering that too, but yeah, that is certainly something that will be coming up. Later Your Timberwolves are one of the few teams that are out, right? Like I, they did not make yeah. the cut of the top 22. Correct. Or Correct. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, they've, they've not looked good here this past year. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's always next year, I suppose. Do you yeah. have cat long-term signed? I think you do. I could be wrong. I, I think so. Yeah. I'm not positive. I, no, I'm pretty sure we do, but yeah, hopefully we do. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. There, there's, al- there's always next year, I suppose. You're talking about the last three months. Some people have had more time on their hands. Some people haven't depending on, uh, have you had more time on your hands? Have you been like uh, hitting up the Netflix? What have you been up to? Yeah. So for me, um, I've been working a lot more from home, which has been crazy for me too, because I mean, I've always been in the office and, and for me, you know, my business is meeting with clients and, you know, helping them with their investments and trusts and things like that. So I was wondering, you know, how, how is this going to look? So I've been doing a lot more Zoom video calls and I've actually been fairly busy, more busy at work than I anticipated, even, even with everything going on. So I've been busy doing that, um, you know, just kind of refocusing on, you know, 
spending a ton of time with family. I know my nephew, it's senior year and he's just starting baseball. And we actually just had some baseball tournaments here in Sioux Falls this last weekend, which I can't even tell you how great it was just to go and see actual games. And we had some people that came, drove from Washington because they aren't able to play in that state. And so they're just looking for places to get out. And there's some teams from Wisconsin. So that's just interesting to see things kind of start to get back going again. And and things like that. But it's, it's been a good break. It's helped me just in my mind to, you know, just kind of think about what the next stage looks like. And, and one of them, like I said, was looking at content and being able to be a part of the Roto-Grinders team is um, something I'm, I'm just really looking forward to. Do you know what you're doing yet as far as uh, written or audio or video? Think, or it's a combination? Or you, just you know, I think it's out? a combination, just trying to figure that out. So I think once, um, once the sports resume, you know, kind of probably a little bit of each and trying to figure that part out. So you mentioned working in your job. Uh, what's the worst job you ever had? Do you ever have a terrible job? Um, let's see, worst job I ever had. Well, I spent a lot of my summer. So I grew up on a farm and um, we did a lot of walking beans, um, you know, and picking up rocks and things like that in the field. So it wasn't terrible, but, you know, it's not glamorous or anything like that. What's so, walking beans? What is that? Walking beans. So you're like walking beans, spraying the weeds um, that are in the beans. And then, you know, after that, they actually got bean riders that you'd put on front of a tractor. So then that was, that was actually great because then you could sit on that and you could actually just spray the weeds from while, while you're riding instead of having to walk. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We live different lives. I'm curious. We live totally different lives. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, no, growing up on a farm is definitely, definitely an experience. So there's kind of a lot of interesting parts. What are the pros and cons of growing up on a farm? You know what? The pros, honestly, I, I had a great childhood and we had so much fun. I mean, you just, you spend up, you're outside all day during the summer and even in, in the winter, you know, we, we raised hogs and cattle and actually we talked my dad into getting all kinds of animals. I mean, we had sheep and calves and my brother talked him into getting pheasants. And I mean, we had all kinds of stuff for a while. It was almost like a, almost like a little zoo. They all get um, names? Yeah. Oh, we'd always try to, that's for sure. I mean, we, yeah, we would have some different names and, um, but yeah, it was, I mean, it, it honestly was great. And, 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 you know, we didn't get into town all that much. We lived probably three miles away from our hometown, which was only 500 people anyways, but yeah, it was a very, yeah, it was a very quiet, good, good life. Lots of gossip, right? 500 people, small towns. Yes. That's, I do not miss that. Everybody knows everything. (laughs) You can't get away with anything. Can't get away with anything. Yeah, you're you're right on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. So, uh, going forward, uh, DFS man, it's going to be. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm happy you joined the team here at Rotor Grinders, and uh, I'm, I don't know if we're going to be working together. I look forward to it if we are. <laughs> we know some little cross paths. I imagine we will in some capacity. Right. Uh, welcome, welcome to Rotor Grinders. Uh, welcome to the content side. Uh, feel free to say you know whatever if, they, if anybody wants to contact you or. Uh, your socials, whatever you want to put out there and let them know uh, where they can hit you up. Yeah. So my Twitter handle is at Creighton 12, K-R-A-Y-T-O-N-1-2. So hit me up on Twitter. Um, love Twitter. It's so great to get information, especially on the sports side of things. As you know, it seems like everything, everything useful comes across there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's funny because I have another interview later on today. We're, we're adding another edition and uh, I'm going to be interviewing somebody that uh, well, unless they have like a burner account that uh, this never tweeted and doesn't just created a Twitter like this week. Oh, so, seriously? 
I'm like, how does this happen? How does this <laughs> how can, happen? Yeah. How do you play DFS and not have a Twitter account? I know, I know. I yeah, that's know. one of the things that's that you know for getting information and especially you know like with NBA or different things. I mean, it's 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 amazing the things that you can find out there that you really need. and especially like with weather related concerns and things like that too. Twitter's a must. Any weather person in particular come to mind? Uh, well, I love listening to your weather man, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to go there. Yeah. <laughs> he's great. I, I was uh, I was giving him a hard time because he's doing uh, currently giving weather on simulation for Madden games right now. Is he really? Weather. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, through on DraftKings, like DK is okay. it out. Like he's giving like, well, it's snowing here in Kansas City, so <laughs> pretty amusing. And I always like the fact that he's the chief meteorologist as opposed yeah. to like, he's the only meteorologist. He's the only right? meteorologist. <laughs> but he's the chief meteorologist. The chief one. <laughs> I don't know why I'm taking fun shots at Rob, but uh, Christy, I must enjoy, uh, I, I enjoyed your time. I enjoyed the conversation. And uh, I look forward to you, uh, your content here at Roto-Grinders. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks so much, Dean. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Uh, this was the morning grind. That was Christy. I was Dean. Thanks for listening. We're out of here. Holler. Mm-hmm.